What up, Torch fam? Welcome back to another episode of Torch of Fantasy Basketball. This week we're going to be talking about David Stern um, and his impact on the NBA uh, post-death. Uh, rest in peace, David Stern. And because I was twiddling my thumbs this week, um, the Lakers, because they're my favorite team. So I'm just going to spend a little time on them this week, uh, just talking and jerking them off. But not too much. Cool. Hello, what up? My name is K.E. I'm a fantasy basketball nerd trying to come out on top in my fantasy league this year. I believe in strategies and mindsets over a hot take. I'm just trying to guide everyone towards a bomb time playing this year, myself included. Without further ado, let's get it. Man, this year opening up fantasy basketball... Um, sites this kind of feels disappointing like i i'm just scared to open up the app i i I don't know what to expect like i'm not sure what i'm gonna see if my players are gonna be healthy just i can't keep looking at that and then finding out players are getting injured it hurts it breaks my heart i don't i have no idea what's happening but like this year is just has been not fun in terms of injuries so I'm eating chips because I want to, and I'm sorry for your ears. Just think of it as sound porn, ASMR. Goddamn. All right, but friends, torture buzz. Welcome to another episode of Torture Fantasy Basketball, where I just talk about basketball, NBA, fantasy, and just the state of the overall basketball professional landscape if you haven't already i would implore you to pause this uh, podcast episode run out grab something that you enjoy drinking like um i don't know a beer or uh i don't know your favorite soda if you're driving don't drink um but yeah crack it open uh what did i want to talk about today fantasy basketball wise let me see. Week 11. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Number one. One is to talk about today. David Stern has passed away at the age of 77 from a hemorrhagic. Hemor- hemorrhagic? Is that how you say it? Hemorrhagic stroke. Basically had a stroke in his brain. Um, David Stern has been with the NBA for a long time. I don't know how long, because I don't know if I was there when he came in. David Stern, he was born on September 22nd, 1942. Bro, this dude, old, 77. No, 77 is not that old, actually. He was NBA commissioner on February 1st, 1984. So that was a good a bit away from when I was born. But yeah, he's been in there since then. And then he left after getting replaced by Adam Silver. And he stepped down on October 25th, 2012. Um, about David Stern, I just want to get into just things that he's... The good start, the good stuff that he's do, done over the past, the course of his life, right? The good bits I want to mention. So, became commissioner 1984 february 1st 
uh, during that time, from then till October 25th, 2012, he was a part of the NBA ABA merger. Back then, the NBA and the ABA were separate. What the fuck is the ABA? Sorry, pardon my French. What the heck is the ABA? I don't know. Okay, I have to look this up. ABA basketball. ABA versus NBA. The ABA, American Basketball Association, are U.S.-based basketball leagues consisting of multiple teams from different U.S. regions. They're both that, though. It was in the 70s that the controversial ABA-NBA merger stormed the entirety of American basketball. Two giant U.S.-based basketball associations, the ABA, American Basketball Association, and the NBA, National Basketball Association, were the key players in the merger. The intention was to combine the two associations into one major league that finally came to be in 1976. Hmm. Can you imagine? I had no idea, but there were two separate basketball associations. Holy shit. And David Stern was a big part of that. Because that was during early before his tenure, but it started nineteen seventies. <clears throat> I guess when did it end though? Damn, I don't know. Okay, moving on. Uh, another thing that David Stern was a part of, um, the NBA became a national and a global entity uh this is where his business knack and tenacity came in he had a huge part in shaping the nba landscape across the entire globe which was i thought was really cool and um i mean it without it we wouldn't have such influence across uh, different countries we got what like china like might be like one of the biggest economies in terms of basketball for for that to skip over to to the um, other side of the globe amazing so that was kind of cool i didn't that's that's interesting thing about okay next other thing he did made a 30 team conference so it's the current conference that we see today where we see 30 different <clears throat> 30 different teams across the nba the All-Star Games were also really fun to watch back then, I gotta say. Um, he was he was also mostly responsible for this whole free agency and salary caps, which create a kind of like system for how players are being bought and um, increasing the just like their ability to gain money, you know, and um, play the market, uh, being able to sell their their presence on the court to different countries. I'm oh, sorry, different uh, teams. <laughs> what am I saying? T- countries. Okay. Chips. Now for the bad bits. He was one of the dudes. Well, okay, so he had a lot of good bits, and they were huge, I feel, for the NBA community across like 
not even the American, but also just a global marketplace. But I personally have only been there for kind of the, the bad bits, the most of what I remember. Number one, he, I remember like them, him being part of not officially taking high school basketball players. And it's kind of disappointing. I kind of miss that. And we had like a player like Kobe, straight out of high school, knew he was going to be amazing. Or he believed that he was going to be amazing. It just ended up that he did turn out to be amazing in his own right, in his own respect. Um, okay. This is one I clearly remember because I was, I was pretty pissed. I remember, I remember when this happened. I was like, "Fuck the the NBA just slapping their big dick on the Lakers right now." Um, the veto of the CP CP the Chris Paul trade back in I don't remember when. Let me look it up. When did he veto the Chris Paul trade? Chris Paul. On December 8, 2011, Stern vetoed a three-team trade that would have sent Chris Paul to the Lakers, Lamar to the Hornets, and Pau Gasol to the Rockets for what a spokesman would only say were basketball reasons, quote-unquote. Early reactions from around the league, fan base, and media were all largely, largely, largely negative with players taking to Twitter to express their concerns and several noted sports journalists criticizing the the decision. The deal was maligned, especially because of the conflict of interest posed by the league's ownership of one of its teams. Yeah, the, the NBA as an entity under Davis Stern just closed lines the Lakers and the entire just the NBA like community fans teams. I just felt I remember I remember all that heat though. That was some some crazy shit that had to have that had to have happened. Uh, the Tim Donahue, Donahue decision. Tim Donahue was a um, was a referee uh, that was involved in sports betting scandals from 2005 to 2007, where he was purportedly, I think, convicted of purposely rigging games during the NBA season. It happened under. Uh, Davis turns watch, so he gets a lot of the heat for that. But that shit, that stuff was crazy. Cause can you imagine going to like an NBA Finals, watching an NBA Finals game, and having a team that should have won, not win because the other side decided, I want the other team to win. I have more money in this. Yo ref, make sure we win. Like that. That's some crazy shit right there. <clears throat> I don't know details, but. A betting scandal, it's, it's kind of crazy. <clears throat> the decision, so LeBron made the decision, like, nationwide. I thought it was, like, back then I thought, this is kind of tacky. Goddamn, LeBron. You're saying you're going to be this good? You haven't won anything yet. Now you have, oh, no, you won in Miami. But this is the decision to go to Miami. You haven't won any. You haven't won shit, LeBron. You haven't won shit, and then you're making a a big ass, her her pluple fluff, saying that you're gonna go to Miami. Well, guess what? 
it worked out because LeBron won two championships in Miami. Oh my God! And so that's what that's when the the big three with Bosh, Wade, and LeBron were dominating. That was crazy. But also, David Stern wasn't a fan of that, even though th- that was pretty hype now in in retrospect. But for LeBron to call out where he was gonna end up at, as if we would care. Like, who the fuck cares, LeBron? You you haven't won in shit. And then actually winning shit. That was a huge, huge, huge play. And David Stern was on the opposite end of that. So bad stuff, that bad vibe that I... That uh, didn't sit well in retrospect, I guess. I mean, if LeBron didn't win anything, though, then he just looked kind of dumb. But nah, he he won tons. Um, The dress code. Oh, so he instated a mandatory dress code for players banning fa- fashion associated associated with the culture. So they required everyone to button down and stuff like that. But people have... I don't even know if they've changed that since then. Oh, and there was a conspiracy theory, the frozen envelope. There was a conspiracy that Stern purposely gave the Knicks uh, the first round picks by like dropping an envelope or not grabbing an envelope. Uh... That year, the first-round pick was Patrick Ewing, who was honestly a monster. So, understandable. Man, that was a long-ass part about just David Stern. Shoot, sorry, guys. On December 12, 2019, David Stern suffered a groin hem- hemorrhage and underwent emergency surgery. He died on in Manhattan on January 1, 2020, at the age of 77. So... Rest in peace, David Stern. Though you were... I mostly remember you for the neg- negative aspects of your tenure. You had a major part in the global influence of the NBA. Like, I don't I don't personally see you having a lot of influence in my own life. I just, I just know that you were there. But you did a hell of a lot for the NBA. So, really appreciate that. Um, yeah. David Stern, man. I mean, is this segment just going to be about David Stern? Fuck. <laughs> no, it can't be. Super sad. Can't just make that all about David Stern. Um, we can talk about fantasy basketball, because I love fantasy basketball. So this week in fantasy basketball, what the hell happened? I don't really know. I've been kind of focused on just family life and stuff. Kobe's kids are popping off in the media recently and i'm curious and i asked kobe on on twitter hey do you still put in shots on the court nowadays like seriously oh so for those of you guys who don't follow follow us at um, torch of fantasy where i have a twitter account that i started just follow me there if you want like nba news that i thought was relevant just follow the one person you just even if you don't use twitter man just follow that and you're good to go. Luca. God damn. Okay. So I'm, I live in LA. And the weeks that I don't watch a lot of basketball, I still end up watching basketball. But I only watch the, player, the, like the teams that I like. My boys are the LA Lakers. 
and yeah so i didn't do much basketball but i watched a lot of lakers games apparently because my twitter is just lakers right now i watched the lakers punch it out with the pelicans they made the pelicans look like like babies anthony davis is a fucking monster but um we will see how they do i don't know if, uh i don't know if uh AD will keep up this production heading into finals. We will see. But I mean, I'm a I'm I'm just trying to be like I love the Lakers, but I'm trying to also be like provide non-biased. I I I want to keep it I don't want to jerk I don't want to jerk off any one team too much or any one player too much, you know. No bias here, but the Lakers look really good still. AD looks dominant on the court. Cuz it's kind of just unfair. By minute, by second, like by like the 18 second mark, when you just don't know what to do, you just pass it into AD, and he'll either figure out a way to get to the basket, or if it's like the last seconds of the shot clock, he'll just pull up for a a long jumper that no one could defend because his long ass arms, no one can block him. So he just pulls up and just drains it. Two points automatically each possession at least. AD has so much, has so many weapons in his arsenal. I don't want to see how he doesn't continue this production into the, into the, into the NBA Finals. Because the only reason is just you, you can't stop him. You can't stop the man. He is destruction. Destruction. He is destruction. So I, I'm very curious to see how they do in the finals, though. Hopefully, no one gets injured. I mean, that's the topic of the NBA right now. If you haven't already, um, friends, Torch fam, uh, please like, subscribe, and review this podcast. I really help. I really appreciate it. it really help me out. Um, I'll try to get this next episode out by Wednesday. I think that's the goal. Now Wednesdays. I, I can, I'm coming out a little late with this one because uh, I really haven't been uh, focusing on it, um, just content wise. But hey, there's more to come. Here's 2020. Good. Good old new year right here. Fresh start to just the same thing. <laughs> um, uh, I'll have more for you guys by next week. No one emailed me about the, the Christmas games, so I didn't do anything about the Christmas games. It is what it is. But yeah, guys, uh, thank you guys for listening. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.